Hey, I'm Sydney Latwako, host of Something to Share, where we give Bachelor Nation and other inspiring guests a platform to speak on what really matters to them right now with candid and important conversations you won't find anywhere else. Join us every Wednesday for unique stories you do not want to miss. Welcome back, or should I say surprise? Surprise, surprise. Sorry that I've been singing first thing into the microphone. We are once again a little high for this episode. <laughs> I think it's best just to come out and say it. I agree. I think we needed I think we needed to, to explain ourselves. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was fun last time. It, it sure was. And we hope you guys had just as much fun as we did. I think that you guys did like the early 2000s episode. Although after I recorded it, I was like, that was the worst thing we've ever done. I feel like when we usually think it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. That's when we do our best work. I, they always say that about like auditions. And yes. so every audition, I usually feel horrible after, but I never book a job. <laughs> You're like, so. oh, fuck that saying. <laughs> exactly. But in this case, it was true. But hey, you booked this audition, didn't you? <laughs> I it, did. <laughs> if you think about it that way. And I will. And I will. And you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we thought um, that it would be fun to come back before before Christmas mm-hmm. Um, and do something similar to the early 2000s um, mm-hmm. of, you know, games, trivia, moments, history, all in one. All in one. And hopefully when you're, you know, flying home for Christmas, yeah. driving. Need a break from the family. Uh, yeah, say that you're going to take a long shower and you just <laughs> shut the door. You know, you have to take a shower and you just sit there. But... <laughs> like, I never want to leave. <laughs> We've all been there. Well, we're here for you right now in these moments. Yes. Yeah. 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 Don't celebrate Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Yes. Happy nothing. Happy, yeah, truly. If you if this isn't your cup of tea, um, I will also preface this by saying that I'm not a huge Christmas person. Yeah, Tess has said that like the holidays are. You're just. It's funny because your personality. I would say mm. I would think you were into the holidays and because you celebrate a lot. It's like true. you love birthdays, but holidays. You're like you drink a lot. <laughs> You party. (laughs) Find any excuse for a theme. I love Halloween. Yeah. Um, I think the holidays can just be, I think I get the blues, the holiday blues. Holiday blues are so real. Sometimes that surpasses my excitement for, you know, getting together and dressing up. And sometimes I'm just like, God, it can be tough, you know? It's overwhelming. But you're not alone in that because there's that song, Where Are You Christmas? And I feel like that's how a lot of people feel. (laughs) Just staring out the window every night, (laughs) just wrapped in a blanket singing that. I mean, that's not, I mean, that is what I do too. So yeah. With or without the holidays. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think as I get older, I start to really like it more. It's just overwhelming. It is. It's overwhelming. And I feel like as a kid with divorced parents, <laughs> just immediately get into it. Um, I just would always feel a little bit sad and guilty. And I feel like sometimes I wake up still today and I'm like, why do I feel guilt? <laughs> You're like, I am not your therapist. I, yes, I am. But you are. This is why we're here. We are all here to listen to you. Thank you for sharing. Thank we you. hear you and we see you. Um, What's your experience like with Christmas? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it's sad. Sometimes. Just kidding, guys. Christmas is great. But now that we've opened this door, um, I just get lonely. No, I'm just I mean, that, 
But it can't be lonely. Yeah, it really can't be. This is taking such a dark turn. I shouldn't have brought up my childhood. No, 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 no. But it's true. And if you feel that way, you're not alone this Christmas. And I hope this brings you comfort. Yeah. But it is that's all we were trying to say. (laughs) But it is also great to like get in the spirit, but sometimes it just passes you by that I'm like, I can't believe it's already midway through. Where is it gone? I know. That's true. But hey. (laughs) Sorry. I apologize. We'll see if we keep that in or not. But I do want people (laughs) to feel like supported if they really also get depressed. Like even Christmas Eve can be tough, but I feel like Christmas Eve is more magical than Christmas to me. It's like more of the party. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, it's beautiful and it's hopeful. And then like, there's no worse feeling than like after you're done with your like breakfast and any presents on Christmas morning and you're just like, now what? What, what do we do? We usually go to the movies. Oh, I love, I, I, I love that. It's a great activity. Get you out of the house. I love it too. And I really do have a good Christmas with my family now. I feel bad. No, I I, I totally relate I to you. That's to, why I'm laughing. I don't want my mom or brother to think I don't like it. They see you. They okay. understand you. All right. <laughs> Guys, I have a therapy appointment tomorrow. So I will be getting into this more with Virginia. But for now. <laughs> I feel the exact same way as you. I'm just really stoned and like you're making me laugh. Same. So. Same. Um, well, so we'll take it back. Yeah. Um Thank you for everyone who's bought merch. Oh my gosh, guys. I love seeing your merch fixtures, like pictures. Nothing makes me happier. It's so exciting. They're all over the country. It's crazy. We have some um, some Arkansas. Some Virginia. Mm-hmm. Some Georgia. Some Kansas. Some San Francisco. <laughs> we'll just go out and name all the 50 states. <laughs> the capital of every state. We just start naming them. It's like, huh. So I'm suspicious. This, this is made up. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys really did buy them and you look so damn cute wearing them so cute i um actually you guys uh bought all the crop tops before i could get one so next round claire and i, I will we'll, shut up we'll be sharing a crop top yeah exactly sisterhood of the traveling crop top but that that's how worth it it is to it's buy true, one and they're super soft and you guys are just the best and if you haven't bought them yet you can go to writeanswersmostly.com and buy them Go to the merch. $30 shipping included, guys. Right now, shipping because of the crisis or the supply chain crisis. <laughs> so many supply chain crises. I tried to ship something, a little a little Christmas present, which I can't say, but it's probably the size of like a quarter. Mm-hmm. And it was like $25 to ship. And I was like, be lucky that we have shipping included <laughs> oh during no this No kidding. Time. <laughs> no kidding. It was it was a lot. A tough time out there for the holiday. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, when you buy merch, you support the podcast, so we are so appreciative. So appreciative. And that's mm-hmm. why we can be here today doing a bonus episode for you. Exactly. We did just miss you guys so much. So We really did. But we're starting to record season two this week. Get ready. We will announce soon when it will officially launch. Exactly. And, like, we really want you to be involved in season two. I want you guys to write in on what you want us to cover. I want you to write us in on what you think about the episode. Yep. Yeah, and like we have an email now, writeranswersmostly at gmail.com. So if you ever just like want to, you don't want to DM us or text us, and that can feel a little bit more intimate, fun, professional, professional. write us an essay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, please. And we'll read it. We will. On air. Mm That would be a great little short episode. Guys, write us essays. Oh my God. Should we do like an ask, like advice column? You guys want to ask us advice? You can take this and run with it. If you, you can be anonymous and if you want advice, email writeanswersmostly.com. Everyone's like, not after this intro, I don't. <laughs> not after this one. Um, people are like, why are you doing advice now? I don't. Anyways. We just like, a lot of people tell us that we could, <laughs> that we give good advice. So, but that's not what you came here for today. No. 
<laughs> you came here. You didn't know you were coming here for this. I totally forgot we were doing some history lessons and not just games. We are. We're going to start with a little bit of history for mm-hmm. this Christmas bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Do you want to go first? You know, mine's more depressing than yours. What's better to like start with a shock? Yeah, maybe we do yours first because then we'll go into game second and we'll be in like bright spirit. We lighten the mood. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Um, yours is, I mean, I guess it is depressing, but. Yeah, it's. Fitting um, for how you feel about Christmas. Mm, I'm just kidding. Start <laughs> following me. I'm like, look, um, I. Oh, wow. You know what happened? When. <laughs> what? What happened? When I I shut down, when I restarted my computer, and I literally said, save holiday, Christmas. Oh, do you want me to resend it to you? No, it's not that. It's my notes. Oh, no. But it's okay, because I basically just copy and pasted from Wikipedia for this one. Go to Wikipedia. Full disclosure. I mean, honey, that's what I did, too. Um, Guys, there's only so much research we can do. Guys, it's been a tough month. We're not getting paid for this yet. So in the meantime, Wikipedia will suffice. They don't call us right answers mostly for no reason. Okay. Okay. So um, in, you know, to pay respects for the the origin of right answers mostly, a history podcast, Mm -hmm. I thought to dive into a little historical event, Claire. I love that. That took place um, during World War One. Sometimes some might say the Forgotten World War. Really? I mean, I feel like no one talks about it as much as World War II. Mm, I wonder why not as many casualties. I think that like World War Two was just like, <laughs> sorry, this isn't funny, but you have like the added layer of like horrible things happening <laughs> besides just countries fighting. So it like that's true. popularized it a little more. <laughs> that makes That makes a lot of sense. I don't even know if that's right, but I think that's right. No, yeah, because World War II. Yeah, it was, it was a tough was, time. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of bad shit for a lot of reasons, and not a great time for World War One either. But no, no, that is true. Yeah, both wars, we, you know, hey, glad they're over. <laughs> glad they're over. Um, when I was in high school, there was this little independent theater right by my house that I could walk to. Um, and they played independent movies. They were usually kind of weird. I thought you were thinking independent theater. I was thinking of like a theater that wasn't a chain that like put up plays like one man shows or something. I don't know. I'm like, I'd like to talk about my acting experience. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Um, Independent theater. Yes. Yes. And I remember I saw Juno there, but everything else was like kind of weird. And I remember there was this movie called Joyeux Noël, Mm. which means Merry Christmas. In French. Gorgeous. Um, I believe. Yeah, joie. Yes. It is in French. Um, and I remember being like, oh, I'll see this movie. Like, I think I was like 15. And this movie was about the Christmas truce, also known as the Christmas Treaty that took place in World War I um, on Christmas Day in 1914. And this movie moved me in a way that I think it was one of those first cinematic experiences where you're like, War is so fucked up. It is. It's true. And you're young and you kind of, you're like, yeah, it's bad. And then you see it, and it like, oh. in a more personal personal way. And you're just like, I feel sick to my stomach. Uh-huh. They're like, I can't believe this happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how I felt about this movie. Um, there was a really hot German actor in it um, who no stayed, has stayed with me for a long time. And then I started seeing like his other films after this. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let me just... <laughs> Going on a little journey with whatever this man's name is. I'll, I'll post him on this. Yes, of course. I, I'm curious to see who it is too. Um, what a babe. So, thus beginning my love for the Christmas truce story. So, World War One, Christmas Day. 
the um, German and the British troops are against each other. Mm-hmm. And I don't have my notes are gone. So just bear with me. <laughs> Tess is truly, this is show business. The show must go on. That is so true. Tess's um, notes disappear. You know what? You can't control everything, can you? No. Um, so when the sounds of rifles firing and shells exploding, exploding faded in a number of places, slowly but surely, on Christmas Day, people were like, huh, what happened to all the gunshots? Show. Oh. Um, I thought you were just reciting a poem for a second. <laughs> just just um, reallyhistory.com about the Christmas truce. <laughs> Gorgeous writing. Um, so basically, starting Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. many German and British troops fighting in World War One sang Christmas carols to each other across the lines. So that's how it started. They were like, hey, you know what's tomorrow? It's Christmas. <laughs> and we all are feeling sad and missing our families and probably missing tradition. So they both started that respectively. Oh. And at certain points, the Allied soldiers heard each other from across with this joyous singing. And they decided that at the first light of dawn on Christmas Day, some of the German soldiers emerged from their trenches and approached the Allied lines across no man's land, calling out Merry Christmas in their enemies' native tongues. Oh, my God. How brave. I have chills. Like, that's so... You're risking it all for Christmas. And this is what I'm like, guys, Christmas is not that great. Like, is it worth it? Maybe they were, I don't, that is like, I don't know, maybe they were drunk or something and then they were like. But it's like, it's the truest form of who we are, that all we want to do is actually just So true, I'm sorry to add inebriations into it. I'm sure they were stone cold sober. No, No, I mean, they must have been terrified. And it does say that at first the Allied soldiers feared it was a trick. But seeing the Germans unarmed, they climbed out of their trenches, shook hands with the enemy soldiers. God, I have chills down my spine. Then the men started exchanging presents of cigarettes and plum puddings and sang carols and songs. Also, like the fact that they said Merry Christmas in the other one's language, if we're going to go back to that. I, it, it makes me so emotional. Who was that, I don't know, selfless person who stood up and did it first. But also, I would not trust them in the beginning. That's so scary. Um. Uh, yeah, who was that first person? I think it really just, I think why I like this this moment in history so much mm-hmm. is because it's like, this is all we really want to do. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be killing each other. Wow. We want to be experiencing each other's cultures. We want to be a community. And we want to be, you know, active in, in our traditions that we love. And you yes. just want to do that with whoever the fuck is around that day. Right. Well, and also it's like, when you're talking to that person, you're like, this guy is not so bad. Like, what are we fighting for? Why am I killing this stranger? Yeah, and you're hearing, and so, you know, they were talking about each other's families. They were talking about, and this is when, it, I remember. They're talking about each other's families? Yeah, they're telling each other's stories. Oh, they're all around. Some Germans even lit Christmas trees around their trenches. And there was even a documented case of soldiers from opposing sides playing a good-natured game of soccer. Soccer? Oh, my God. Hot. Hot image. Oh, my yeah. God. Wow. Um, one of the German lieutenants, uh, Kurt Zemisch. <laughs> Zemisch? Zemisch. That sounds German. Yeah. I can't. Sure. Um, he he quoted, um, he, he says, How marvelously wonderful, yet how strange it was. The English officers felt the same way about it. Thus Christmas, the celebration of love, Managed to bring mortal enemies together as friends for a time. You you do just forget how pure Christmas really is. And how we all have that experience around it. Yep. So needless to say, um, 
didn't, you know, this didn't end the war. Um, oh, sorry, this is another little piece of information. Some soldiers didn't go to the enemy side, uh, other side, but they used the short-lived ceasefire for a more somber task, the retrieval of the bodies of fellow... Um, oh, my co- God. Yeah. I can imagine that some people were also like, fuck that, I'm not going to do No, I don't think doing. it was like a universal thing that everyone's like, sure. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, so this is one of the last examples ever that many historians say was um, the notion of civilry between enemies in warfare. It was never repeated. Future attempts at holiday ceasefires were squashed by officers' threat of disciplinary action. Um, But it served as heartening proof, however, that, you know, you can can come together for for a day. And then the next day they were... Truly killing each other. And the movie is tough because you're like, oh, Christmas. And then you're like, fuck, what's going to happen in the morning? And then they had to wake up and kill these men that they had shook hands with and looked dead in the eye. And talked about their families. And that's the whole, like, war. You're you're supposed to dehumanize someone. So that's literally kind of, it's really fucking up your brain when you think about it. No kidding. But you, like, need that moment of humanity, I'm sure, when you're in a situation like war. What a double-edged sword. (sighs) You want that for a moment, but then what's it going to do to you tomorrow? Wow. And that is the Christmas treaty. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. It's wild. But yeah. I want to watch this movie. It's it's a really good movie. It's in German. Um, isn't Diane Kruger in it? Well, she's German. I think that was one of her first My roles. God. And she's really young and she's so beautiful. What is she doing? She's someone, like, oh, I, I think she's the wife of someone. Okay. Because I think it's before, you know, just a little before and after, if you will. Oh, wow, wow, wow. But hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Also, um, I'll move on to mine, I guess, but we are drinking coffee and Baileys. I don't think that we mm. it's said that so before. Good. It's so good. It's like a milkshake. It's truly such a treat every time Yum. I have this drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets me in the holiday spirits, too. Same. I had um, my notes pulled up, and it was for episode one of season two, and that's a lot darker than what I'm about to uh, go into. So. Yes. Hey, at least you have your notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So I thought I would tell the legend of Santa Claus. Yes. And just hear the history behind him. And there's a few things I'll go into. Love it. Can't wait. I'm really not that prepared. I also copy and paste it from history.com. Love Shout to history.com. Shout to history.com. You make this show what it is. Please sponsor us. They're like, you should be giving us money. Yeah, that's probably true. But at least we are citing you. True. So the legend, what's your relationship like with Santa? Your past experiences. I, I will say that I believed in him till I was pretty old. Same. And I think I wanted to believe in him. Yes. I, same. I didn't want to grow up. And so even though when I knew it didn't make sense, I still said I did. And I still truly think I forced, I manipulated myself to believe it. I 100% did because I had a traumatic experience of finding out that Santa wasn't real. So my whole family knew that I didn't believe in him and then my sister the next year said something about him not being real and I was like he is real and she was like you found out last year he's not real my family's like you guys are delusional (laughs) refused to accept it that is called um there is something for that there's some psychological (laughs) it's not well it's not good what it is I screamed and called my mom a liar when I found out that Santa wasn't real it's tough you feel because then the second that you find out Santa Claus isn't real magic it's like What about the fucking Tooth Fairy? Mm -hmm. Easter Bunny, which I was always skeptical of. The Easter Bunny, I believed in. That's how I found out Santa wasn't real because my mom was eating the jelly beans that the Easter gave me from the bag, Cindy. It was so obvious. Before? Like, right after Easter, she was eating Starburst jelly beans from the bag. I'll never Mm. forget the candy. And then they came in my Easter eggs from the Easter Bunny. So I was talking to her and then I looked at the bag and I was like... 
You're just looking back and forth. Yeah, like, actually, like, how could you I do go, The Easter Bunny's not real. And she shakes her head. And I was like, is Santa not oh, real? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, no. And that's when I burst into tears and was like, you liar. How old were you? <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I literally was like nine or ten. I-, I was as well. I think I was nine. <laughs> That's definitely how old I was. And I think I made a decision at like 12 or 13 to tell, like, to stop saying I believed. But I could have gone for a long time. <laughs> well, I was like, 9 or 10 is not that old. And then I think about, like, 9 and 10-year-olds, and I'm like, you should definitely know better. I think my brother asked when he was six. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah, but Adrian's so smart. And my dad was like, yep, nope, he's not. Ugh. And I was like, God damn it. And so then Adrian knew for a long time. And Adrian would put money under my pillow. Oh. The tooth fairy sometimes. God, shout out to you older siblings that keep the magic real for all yeah. of us. Thank you for not ruining it. And we're sorry that you had to <laughs> experience experience it being ruined too young. Too young. Too God. Well, throwing out for the older siblings. <sighs> well, you know, my mom still says though, you have to believe to receive. So Wow. That's just about presence, I guess. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. So well, Santa's always in our hearts. Mm, love him. But here is the history behind him. Okay. <laughs> so he can be traced back hundreds of years, which I feel like it's thousands of years, maybe. No, I don't know why. I, think I guess like Saint Santa years. Claus started in like 1800s, right? Well, this is why I say thousands of years because um, to a monk named Saint Nicholas, and it's believed that Nicholas was born sometime um, around 280 AD. It's like AD. Oh, just kidding! Oh, wow! It's like thousands of years ago. Yeah. So, anyways, um, the, and that is, um, he was born in modern day Turkey. Was he? Yeah. So he probably didn't look. I mean, he definitely didn't look like our modern Santa. You know, like he was not white. Yes, that's my point exactly. And everyone should get over it. Okay. But literally. So, anyways, um, much admired for his piety. That's the word, right? Piety, piety, yeah. and kindness. Saint Nicholas became the myth of many legends. Mm. It is said that he gave away all of his inherited wealth and traveled the countryside helping the poor and the sick, which is like Santa giving away his presents. So the St. Nicholas was a good guy. But one of the best um, known traveled, wait, sorry, (laughs) reading. Okay. One of the best known St. Nicholas's stories is the time he saved three poor sisters from being sold into slavery or prostitution by their father by providing them with a dowry so that they could be married. Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but like Santa. That's so intense. Santa, where has the social justice been your whole life? No kidding. We could use you in this modern world. Why did you retire? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. It's oh, like, wow. So Santa has done like really, really good for this world. Also, what a shitty dad. Yeah. God. But yeah, Santa's done a lot of good from the beginning. Wow. From the beginning of time. Um, <laughs> over the course of many years, Nicholas's popularity spread and he became known as the protector of children <laughs> and sailors. He's like, but no one else. No one else struggling. <laughs> like, actually, it was like, the stuff I was doing before is exhausting. I can handle children and I can handle sailors. Like, but not pilots. <laughs> it's like, screw Figure those guys. Out. They're the worst. Oh, man. I just thought that was so funny. Um, wow. Such a specific group of people. Hey, we all have people that we're drawn to. I know, but what happened to the sailors along the way that Santa forgot about them? Because Christmas is mainly about kids. <laughs> They're like, I thought that was your original goal. <laughs> Like, hey, Santa, I haven't seen you in a few years, but um, <laughs> some presents out at sea, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> lonely. Oh man. 
So um, he made his first appearance in pop culture in December 1773 and 1774. Just imagine pop culture. He's like on the cover of Star Magazine in 1774. It's like a centerfold in Playboy. (laughs) Oh, guys, sorry. Um, And it was because a New York newspaper reported that a group of Dutch families had gathered to honor the anniversary of St. Nicholas's death. Which is originally December 3rd, and then it got changed to December 25th, where it's celebrated later. And I forgot, but I remember reading that on my research. I was like, it's not that important to put in. But now you know, like, okay. half information. I love it. Yeah. So the name Santa Claus evolved from Nick's Dutch name, which is Sinterklaas, a shortened form of St. Nicholas, Dutch for St. Nicholas. So <laughs> if you follow that, it's basically his Dutch name. Santa is very Dutch. Yolanda? Oh, yeah. It really is. Like, everything about Santa is, it's like... Little clogs? <laughs> does he wear clogs? <laughs> I'm sure he does when he's feeling Dutch. I guess elves wear clogs. Yeah, they definitely wear clogs. Mm. So Dutch. So Dutch. And they, <laughs> and they were just, yeah, um, spreading the news of Santa over in America. Um, and as his prominence grew, he was described as everything from a rascal with a blue three-corned hat, red waistcoat, and yellow stockings to a man wearing a broad brim hat and a huge pair of Flemish trunk horse. Or, sorry, let me read that again. <laughs> huge pair of Flemish trunk hose, which are like where it looks like the men are wearing diapers with tights underneath it. This sounds like the description of who you're supposed to stay away from on the street when you're a young child. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he has evolved. Um, and then, how do you want to know how the shopping mall Santa? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved going to see Santa at the mall. I would cry every time. God, what a nostalgic thing. Like, does that even happen anymore? Do people go to malls? I don't know if Santa, is Santa thing, because now it's so intense about, like, who can touch your children. No kidding, and COVID. And COVID. I'm sure maybe Santa at malls has also retired. Yeah, but I feel like places like Indiana, there's definitely a Santa in the mall No, that's that's so true. Like, they don't give a fuck about COVID. Stores began to advertise Christmas shopping in 1820 and the 1840s. Like, is that capitalism to be like, go out and shop? I don't know. It's for Santa. Yeah, I feel like everything that's, like, stressful, people are like, it's capitalism. I guess maybe shopping for the holidays is capitalism. You know, like, work hard, pay for your family. <laughs> yeah. I'm just no, making shit up. No, it, to- it totally is. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we have the 1820s and the 1840s to blame for that. So, mm. newspapers were creating. I, I love shopping ads and campaigns. Anyway. I do, too. Um, okay. <laughs> um, we're, so, they were creating separate sections for holiday advertisements, which often featured images of the newly popular Santa Claus, I guess people were starting to draw him and then advertise. Why did I say that? It's not even about malls. Okay. <laughs> Good information. In 1841, thousands of children visited a Philadelphia shop to see a life-size Santa Claus model. So it wasn't even like a human. Mm. But that's how like boring the 1800s are. Yeah, like, let's all gather around. <laughs> Just look at it. Truly, there was nothing to do. <laughs> nothing else to do. So might as well go see that. Um, and soon... Uh, stores oh actually i think it was an actual santa claus like a person dressed as santa claus like not a santa claus it was a santa claus model monument (laughs) not like a monument that's what i thought but i think it's actually a person got it in philadelphia they so they had someone dress up and then other places started doing it so got it um in the early 1890s the salvation army needed money to pay for free christmas meals they provided to families 
which is awesome. But then they began dressing up unemployed men in Santa Claus suits and sending them into the streets of New York to solicit donations. God, this is how so it started. That's like how the Salvation Army thing started. They like took homeless men and dressed them up like Santa Claus. Interesting. <laughs> like, that doesn't seem... Did they get paid for it? I don't think so. It was like a volunteer or not <laughs> even a volunteer? <laughs> like a forced deal. Well, I hope they got I mean, a free meal that they were like I'm sure getting donations did. I'm sure for. they did. I'm sure they did too. So, but interesting that that's how that started. Oh, wow. I guess it's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So how we got to know a lot more of like, um, uh, like uh, what details about Santa, that's the word I'm looking for, mm-hmm. is from the poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas. That was written in 1822. He was the one who describes him as a right jolly old elf, which he had elves, but was not an elf, and um, described him having a miniature sleigh and um, going down the chimney and all of that stuff. And the reindeer? Yes. And I was going to ask you, Tess, can you name all the reindeer? Rudolph. Rudolph, yes. Fuck. I need to think of my favorite Christmas movie when he says it. Say your favorite Christmas movie is. I'm surprised you didn't start with this song. You know, dun, 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 dun. Rudolph Redness. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um, Rudolph Redness. No, <laughs> it's the beginning. Where he... um, okay, okay. okay. Rudolph, like, um... <laughs> wait, why can't I think of any of them? Like, <laughs> what's the start? With? Everyone's like screaming. <laughs> Home album. Um, the first one start with a D. Danner or dancer. <laughs> Danner. <laughs> dancer. Danner's like the nine-year-old kid that lives on your street in the nineties. Um, dancer is one. Dancer, prancer. Yep. Brixen classic or something. <laughs> Blitzen. You want me to tell you? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love this going way too long. Okay. Dasher, dancer, mm-hmm. prancer, vixen, comet, cupid, donner, blitzen. Danner was close to Donner. I just combined some of them. Okay, yeah, guys, I told you I'm not a big Christmas person. (laughs) Oh, man. Great names. So I guess, I don't know who came up with the names for these Santa did, Claire. I know. I was like, well, I mean, obviously it was Santa. He named them. I'm sure Mrs. Claus named a few. That's true. Probably most of them. Exactly. Woman's Touch. Yeah. Always improves any project. Truly. Uh, so yeah, and then in 1881, a political cartoonist um, drew him in Harper's Weekly, and that was where he had a full white beard, and he was holding a stack of toys for kids, and he was wearing a red suit and all that stuff, and um, he had the North Pole workshop and elves and his wife, Mrs. Claus, and the reindeer. So it was this guy, Thomas Nast, who, uh, who um, created that. Created the family. Yes. He never had children, did he, Santa? No. I mean, we are all his children. Oh, that's true. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Didn't mean to. Didn't mean to offend. <laughs> I don't think Santa had kids. Santa is God. <laughs> Santa is God. <laughs> so it's a sacred holiday. Christmas is. I just noticed the tennis bracelet you're wearing. Amazon, baby. No kidding. So classy. Thank you so much. I got it from an idea from Haley. She was wearing one. She always has the cutest little bracelets on. <laughs> Shout out to Haley. Shout out to Haley. Okay. Um, and then I'll wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> the history of milk and cookies, though, real quick. <laughs> Leaving cookies and milk for Santa took off as, well, this is what the history thing says, which I, it wasn't Wikipedia. It was the historychannel.com. Mm. Said, but I just feel like it'd be older than this. Um, well, okay, yeah, that in the 1930s in the Great Depression, 
um, during economic hardship, many parents tried to teach their children that it was important to give to others as to show gratitude for the gifts that they were lucky enough to receive on Christmas. But I feel like that's, that's like a really nice idea that happened later and like was spread really fast. Like everyone in the world leaves out milk and cookies now. I feel like you're wrong about that history.com. Like it didn't start, like America wouldn't have had that power to be like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also that I feel like it was earlier. I don't know. Mm. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that I, I like that sentiment. Well, yeah, I do like uh, that sentiment. We'll, we'll too. pretend that that's that's what it is. Okay, so if you were Santa, what kind of cookies would you want to be waiting for you at the end of the at the bottom of the chimney? I think a snickerdoodle. Oh, yum! Oh, and I, very holiday like. I love a snickerdoodle, and so I love good. I love it in milk. Oh, it's so good. What about you? Mm. Either like. Like a, you know, the double tree cookies. Yes. Like I think that or a mm. peanut butter. I was just thinking peanut butter. I too. love peanut, like peanut butter thick cookies. Thick yes. peanut butter cookie. Mm-hmm. So DM us and tell us what cookies you would like, yes. Santa. If you were Santa. Yes. Um. So yeah, over the con- or over the years, different countries have developed their own versions of cookie and milk traditions. Apparently, British and Australian children leave out sherries and mince pies, which seems like a lot of work. <laughs> that does. <laughs> so uh, we have a few Brits. Um, let us know if that's what you did growing up. Classic Americans. Just yeah. being like, nah, just get it from a cookie fucking <laughs> yeah. jar. We're not just putting like effort in. The tear and bake. Come on. Um, Swedish kids leave rice porridge, which Yummy. is true. I love rice porridge, too. I do, too. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Corey's family does a lot of Swedish mm. things like that and it's delicious yeah um Irish kids leave out Guinness and I love that love that for them and that is the Santa that I would want to be truly so anyways I had some stuff on the mistletoe but I feel like it's time to move on <laughs> those are gorgeous Claire thank you that and that is the history of Santa Claus I love it we love him we do as always shout out to Mrs. Claus oh my god of course we know that that's where like that's Every, where the real work comes from literally mm-hmm. um Okay, so now, guys, we're going to move on to a little, remember how we did Love It or Leave It from early 2000s with the fashion? We're going to do a little rapid fire, Love It or Leave It Christmas edition. As we say these, you'd be thinking about what you would love or leave. Exactly. It's interactive. It sure is. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll take it away and then we can alternate. Perfect. Eggnog. Love it. Love it. (laughs) But it also needs to be spiked. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I'm not drinking that, like, normal. No, it also needs to be, like, so cold. Yes. If, oh, even if it's, yeah. like, kind of cold. I think it's dangerous for your health if it's, like, not ice cold. <laughs> Literally just cream. But I love it, and I know that will make some of you guys gag. Yes, but I love, but it. I love it, too. Mm-hmm. We have a, um eclectic palate. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's my turn now. Okay, um, Christmas tree the day after Thanksgiving. Love it or leave it. Leave it. Give it a week, I think. Really? Yeah. I think it's not time yet. We still need to move on from Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you were so bad with change, Tessie. <laughs> you have such a hard time with it. <laughs> you like, need to mourn Thanksgiving for I a do. week. <laughs> I need people to give me my space. <laughs> See, I'm like, I have a certain time period for every holiday. Like, there's a certain mm. time for Halloween. And I don't like people stepping on Thanksgiving's toes with Christmas, though. Yeah. So I'm like, up. From Halloween to Thanksgiving, it is all Thanksgiving. And the day after Thanksgiving, we're in Christmas. I think December 1st. Oh, really? I just feel like there's not enough time. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. We'll agree <laughs> to disagree. It's just getting, like, into face. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, like, never record again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you see I added some? Oh, yeah. Oh, cute. Nice. I love it. Okay. Cute. Um, real or fake Christmas tree? Oh, sorry. Wait, this, this is, is mine. 
yeah, but also this isn't quite love it or leave it. This is like, would you rather? Yeah, so, so you guys get it. It's one yeah. or the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Come on. You got to be smart enough to figure that out. So <laughs> Let's pray you are. Yeah. But also no judgment if you didn't yeah. get that. <laughs> we see you and we have space for you. And we, we are, are you. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just literally just about to say. Okay. So real or fake Christmas tree? Oh, sorry. You're supposed to ask that. A real or fake Christmas tree? <laughs> real. I would, yes, real. But I also think I have a fake one right now, and I grew up always having fake ones, mm. except my grandma always had this huge, nice one. So I think whatever mm. gives you joy, and I whatever agree. is financially a hundred feasible. And also, do you think it's probably like more environmentally safe to have a fake one? I think it's so much more. Right. I was just thinking about plastic and stuff, but it still must be better than chopping down a ton of trees every year. I think my mom has had her fake Christmas tree for like over a decade. Oh, and it's like kind of nice it's, that there's like memories there. Yeah. So I think, I mean, that's environmentally friend- friendly if you're not getting a new plastic True. one every yeah, year. Exactly. So just use yours for like a decade. hundred percent. Love it. I still choose a real tree though. I do as well. <laughs> I do as well. The smell. Oh, uh, uh, the smell. There's nothing like it. Uh, Wow. God. Okay. Color lights versus white lights. Like around for decorations. Yeah. Or on the trees. Because this was always like, I feel like the question of my family, are we doing real or fake? And it was usually real until we were like, we can't do this anymore. Yep. And then are we going to do like the colored lights or are we going to do the white lights? I like the white lights. I like, I used to only like the white lights and now I kind of like the campiness of the colored lights. Oh, like a little 70s? Yeah, yeah. Musgraves? Exactly, exactly. I know what you're saying. But you can't go wrong. No, you can't go wrong. Yeah, I think I just like a... And that's not how I was when I was little, but mm. I think now I just like uh, just just simple, like really beautiful and sparkly, beautiful and sparkly. Yeah, yeah. Universal color. I get that. Yeah. Cinnamon <laughs> sticks around the house. Sorry, I just burped. Cinnamon <laughs> sticks or a Christmas wreath candle. Oh, for the smell. Oh, for so the cinnamon smell. or Christmas wreath. Um, or, Chris, like pine. Pine. That's Christmas. what I was looking for. <laughs> I was like, what? What did I write? Was I okay? I say pine. I love the smell of pine. I love. I hate the smell of cinnamon. Oh, you do, but you love snickerdoodles. I know. You're an enigma wrapped in a riddle and cash. <laughs> like cinnamon gum is nauseating. Oh, I like cinnamon gum. Oh, never again. And, but I, I mean, red hots are like truly some of the worst candies. I'd say. I agree. Like why? They're like torturing yourself. I know. But yeah, pine, pine, pine. Yeah, pine is so homey and delicious. Yeah. Um, tropical Christmas or snowy mountains? <laughs> so, like, would you rather be in Mexico or would you rather well, be in, like... I used to spend most Christmases in Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. You, that's where you spent your Christmases? Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah. What pretty... do you think? I mean, but you're also a California girl, so it's not like you've ever really had a... I never really have had a snowy Christmas except for, like, two times I've been specifically to the mountains to have mm-hmm. that. And I had probably one of my favorite, like, holiday experiences last year when I went to Idaho. Oh, right. Um, in a cabin and we were snowed in. Oh, my God. It was magical. But I have to say, I'm a California girl. Mm. I did always look forward to Hawaii. No, I sound like a complete <laughs> brat, guys. No. I'm sorry. No, not at all. I would say tropical. And it's fun. And, like, mm. it's just, it's a vibe. That makes me want to have a panic attack. Like, I cannot imagine having a warm Christmas. <laughs> you can listen to the Hawaiian Christmas music. Yeah. I even feel like those songs give me a little You're like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this isn't right. It's not natural. Um, I would choose a snowy Christmas any day. Like, I'm kind of upset because I'm going home for Christmas, and I think it's supposed to be like 60-something degrees the whole time. And I know. That's tough for you. It is tough. Even though I hate cold weather, I only want it till December, and then it can be gone. Because it's it's the mood. It's the atmosphere. Exactly. I, I totally get it. Exactly. Skiing or snor- snowboarding? 
I could not tell you what either experience is really like. <laughs> the last time I skied, I was like two, and I've never snowboarded. But you two, need- <laughs> yeah. like a baby. <laughs> She's like going down a black diamond. <laughs> Maybe I was a prodigy, and I never did it again. <laughs> Both are terrifying. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like snowboarding seems so cool, but skiing seems so chic. You know what I'm saying? It totally. Like snowboarding, you know, there's an episode of Laguna Beach where they go to Mammoth and Ugh. Kristen has hair extensions and she's Ugh. snowboarding and she looks so of fucking hot. Or she's snowboarding. So that's the kind of girl that snowboards. Lauren Conrad skis and Kristen Cavallari snowboards. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. God, I don't know. If I were to learn right now, I don't know. I'm going to be thinking about this all night. It's tough. (laughs) It is tough. It's tough. I've never snowboarded ever, so I guess I would say skiing. That makes sense. I mean, my two-year-old day. (laughs) (laughs) Project me right back. (laughs) Oh, man. What did you say? Um, I've only skied, Mm. and I used to figure skate, so I think... (laughs) God, I'm just adding worse and worse this whole episode. (laughs) That's why you're my best friend. But I think... Um, it felt like it feels natural on mm-hmm. skis with me because I was so used to ice yes. skating that it's like the balance. Swoosh, swoosh. So 100%. Yeah. I swear, guys. There's nothing wrong with Hawaii and there's nothing wrong with ice skating. Both are lovely things that everyone should get to enjoy. You know what? It sounds bougie, but we are who we are. <laughs> but it is. <laughs> and it is. And I accept it. We love it. We love oh. it. Um, class. Okay. So classic Christmas music or remake covers or new Christmas songs in general. Mm. I th- I like the covers. Covers? Oh. Like, I like... Because I don't really like Christmas music, so I'd rather <laughs> hear, like, Jessica Simpson sing it than, oh like, God. the original. Obviously, we have to mention the Jessica Simpson Christmas album. I... You guys know we love Jessica. She is our queen, icon, legend. Everything. And the cover of her Christmas album is some... It's, like, to me, still this day, I've never seen anything hotter. I'm sweating even thinking about <laughs> so it. She's so tan, and then she's, like, behind... And this red background and, like, wavy, <sighs> like, crazy windblown hair. I have to look it up just to see it's it. It's stunning. Does it, she have a white sweater on? She, um... Has... Yep, she has a white sweater that's showing her clavicle. I'm sure it was, like, oh, oh my God. Just with like a gloss lip and a it's, little slight smoky eye. It's unreal. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Like, Merry Christmas to all of us. And that album is truly a gift. It is a gift. So I would say, Jess- honestly, my answer is Jessica Simpson's Christmas <laughs> I mean, album. There is no other answer. But I do, I love old Christmas music. And you know what I've been listening to lately? I was actually like at work the other day and <laughs> I had this like playing and I'm sure people were like, shut the fuck up because it was the Charlie Brown Christmas music. Oh. And so it's just like soft jazz in the background. I think that's like what Hannah likes too. People have their own Shout thing. Out. Yeah. Shout out. I don't know, but I love, I love all of them. It's really hard to decide. I'm Casey Musgraves' Christmas album's phenomenal. Justin Bieber in sync. Oh my god, of course. God, it's so hard to choose. I know. They're both great. We win either way. We sure do. Marshmallows or no marshmallows in your hot chocolate? Why not? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Say no more. Ugly sweaters or classic sweaters? What does that mean? That's a good question, Claire. <laughs> I think like if you're going to a party, do you like make it kitschy mm. and you wear an ugly Christmas sweater or right. do you just dress kind of like wintry? Right. Okay. Yes. If you're going to a Christmas party, I, I had this conundrum the other day and I wanted to look like beautiful. Mm. There's just something about Christmas parties. I just always 
You want to look like classic and yes, stunning. exactly. And it's like, it's another level. It's uh, like you become a woman when you go to a Christmas party. That is, and you have a glass of champagne. It's unreal. And you're like, I now see my inner child is gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like not that sad. It's in like a good way. You're the adult that you always wanted to be. I agree. So I had that, but I ended up wearing this ugly Christmas sweater. But it, it depends on the vibe of the party. What party are you talking about? That I didn't <laughs> no, know. About. Winston. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like hopping around at Christmas parties. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds fun. Was it like our friends invited or like, um, oh shit, I forgot about that. So I would do a classic. Like, get dressed up. Yeah. I agree. I love it. It's like, when else do you really get to get dressed up in winter wear? That's what I was just about to say, because winter, no one wants to go outside. Exactly. Or leave their couch. I agree. Like, I love a turtleneck. These are the moments. These are the, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your turn. Elves or or Christmas fairies? (laughs) What are Christmas fairies? This is, this is written by someone who, like, doesn't really like (laughs) or know anything about it. I'm dying. Wait, what are Christmas fairies? I don't know. Just, like, little fairies that, like... (laughs) Come to you on Christmas. Let's see. <laughs> if you Google. I've never heard of Christmas fairies in my life. Like, like a little sugar plum fairy? Oh, sugar plum fairy. Sort of, oh, I love the nutcracker. If you look at, like, there's there's Christmas movies where little, like, little Christmas fairies come about and yes. do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them. I think they're cute. Yeah, I think that those would be cuter than elves, actually. But I'm going to say elves because I am unfamiliar with Christmas fairies. And I'm going to say Christmas fairies because I'm going to root for the underdog. <laughs> Yes. Uh, are you a Christmas fairy advocate? Perhaps. <laughs> your your t-shirts? <laughs> Christmas fairy advocate. <laughs> People have to speak up for them, okay? <laughs> they don't get... No one No one defends them. No. Oh, I mean, no one knows about them. Hurts, so. <laughs> okay. Naughty test or nice? <laughs> Naughty. <laughs> Naughty every time. I'd say probably naughty because I feel like when I was a kid, I was sort of like always a little up, always a little mischievous, wanted the drums, wanted a little something going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like shit's getting boring around here. Seeking drama. <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy? And I was thinking about this with the Santa Claus research. It's kind of crazy that we do like tell kids if you're bad, you're getting coal. And if you're good, you're getting presents. And it's like we all have bad days. It's pretty toxic. It's like really toxic. It's very like black and white. And then you're like, that guy doesn't even exist. I know. Ooh. And it's also a man that decides that. Right. A white man. How do guys? Is Santa the most toxic thing of our lives? Do we hate Santa? <laughs> this is what I've been saying. <laughs> just yeah, I never officially got like the naughty or nice thing because like, my parents were very like hippies and very like we don't want to. Oh my god! Of box. I think my mom was like, I will use anything <laughs> I can to make her behave. <laughs> like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Like actually, oh, I used to write, write Santa letters. Like oh. I was just obsessed with him. He, you know, he was a good one. <laughs> toxic, toxic, but good nonetheless. Sounds like <laughs> our Some, dating, yeah, my dating history. I will say, some people that we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I guess sure. Um, I'll say nice just to even us okay, out. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Different ornaments or the same on a tree? Different for sure. Mm-hmm. I used to love like ornaments and I haven't had a Christmas tree in my house in LA for so long like with ornaments, but family ornaments are the best. Yeah. No, I I agree. It has to be meaningful, nostalgic. And it's so fun. You have two oyster ornaments now. Thanks to Dib. Thanks to Dib. My first adult ornaments myself. Grinch or Scrooge? Um, Scrooge. 
I'm going to say... I hate the Grinch. I know. The Grinch is, like, problematic. I mean, they both are. At least Scrooge, like, learns. I guess the Grinch's heart does grow. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Scrooge, like, learns his lesson. Yeah, he, I think he does. Oh, wrapped present or in a bag. That's a good one. Thank you. Wrapped every time. Wrapped. The experience of getting to unwrap it. Oh, it's the best. The anticipation. Love it. Tear it to shreds. And they also look prettier, Ooh. I think. My tummy hurts from laughter. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to do the game, right, where we say a quote from our favorite Christmas movies, and the other person has to guess. Yes. So we've each chosen three. Take it away, Claire. Okay, I will. Okay. Um, all right, the first one. This one's really, really easy. Your notes gone? <laughs> um, my notes are gone, but yes, I'm, I'm ready to go. Okay. <laughs> Just had to pull, pull something back up. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. This one's really easy. Oh, God. You'll shoot your eye out. Home Alone? No, <laughs> I guess it's not that easy for you. You'll shoot your eye. They'll shoot your eye out. It's like what the whole movie oh, is. Um, a Christmas mm -hmm. Carol. A, no. A Christmas Miracle. No, that's Miracle on Thirty Fourth. Damn it. A Christmas Story. Oh. That is like probably <laughs> chasing clocks. <laughs> chasing clocks. That is truly like one of my favorite. Not like that is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Oh. Um, you want to do a quote? Yes. Okay. So this is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Can we take a direct flight back to reality, or do we have to change planes in Denver? The way you said it, it's the holiday. No. <laughs> I thought you were doing Cameron Diaz. I know. I was like, as I started thinking, I was like, how oh. am I speaking? <laughs> Why am I saying it like this? I know what your favorite Christmas movie is now. It's Santa Claus. It is the Santa Claus. That's so you. You're so 90s. <laughs> It's Tim Allen. Yes. It's this hot little elf who, Bernard, anyone? Did you have a sexual awakening to him? I never did, but I know your feelings on Bernard. To this day, I look at him and I'm like, he is sexy as hell. I don't feel oh, that, but I get it. I feel like he's in the same world as like Joseph Gordon-Levitt vibes. Totally. He's like the Joseph Gordon-Levitt of elves. elves. <laughs> he is. Yeah, great movie. We say um, the quote again? Uh, can we take a direct flight back to reality, or do we have to change planes in Denver? Who says that? Tim Allen, when they get to um, oh. Santa's... He's, like, kind of an asshole in some of the movie, right? Well, I think he's truly shocked by what just happened. Like, he has the responsibility of being Santa Claus. He starts gaining... He gains 100 pounds overnight, <laughs> and then he has to, like, abandon his career and, like, fly... Like, the holidays are tough on everyone, but especially when you have to become Santa. And he just got a divorce, mm, and he's not yeah. getting along with his kid. He's stressed. He's stressed, but I do love that movie. <laughs> I love that movie too. That's it's, a comfort. To it really me. is. And I will be watching that. I'll try to find time this year. Please do. But how do you feel about Santa Claus two and three? Horrible. I saw okay. them in theaters and I was like disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> it's never as good as OG. It is not. It's not. Okay. Um, this is my second one. I'm gonna back up a little bit because okay. I'm gonna get excited. Oh, okay. Because well, I'm like projecting. Oh, oh. Santa! I know him. I know him. <laughs> Home alone? No. You're not Santa. You smell like beef and cheese. You sit on the throne of life. <laughs> Fuck. Is it funny? Yeah. It's hilarious. You didn't think that was funny? <laughs> I, mean, I thought that was really dramatic and very emotional. Um, I, You know what, guys? I don't know. Oh, my God. I know him. Oh, Elf? Yes. Oh, Elf. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. That cracks me up. I mean, that maybe still it's, makes it's me good. laugh. It is Bye, so good. Buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Norval. <laughs> Oh, that movie cracked me up. I used to quote, um, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Oh All the time in seventh grade, picking up the phone. I thought that was so funny. I remember that moment in the theater. It's just like, like belly laughing. anything funnier. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> All right, here's a quote from one of my Christmas movies that I think is a Christmas movie. Mm. 
I'm not afraid of storms, for I'm learning how to sail my ship. I know what it is. I would have never guessed this if I didn't see your list earlier. I know. I know. Anyone know? Do you know? It's Little Women. It is Little Women. And that is a Christmas movie to me because it's like, it. I forget how long it takes place over the course of how many years, but it, they always come back for Christmas. And I think Greta Gerwig was the first film that didn't open with the scene of the Christmas day mm, thing. Oh, God. Yeah. So like that whole movie just like, I mean, I can't even, I can't talk about it. I agree. It's a Christmas movie. I'll start to cry. Um, one of my favorite movies of all time, the one with, for me, um, Winona Ryder, Susan Sarandon, Kirsten Dunst, Christian Bale. It is perfection. So I have never seen that. The only Claire. one I've seen is the Greta Gerwig one, which I was sobbing in the theaters. But I, I feel like a fraud that I haven't seen the other ones or read the book. I support that you love that movie so much. Mm-hmm. I just want you to watch this the '90s one so much because I just feel like you will have such a like. It's very. It's like a classic '90s heart wrenching. You know, I love Kirsten Dunst. Like, say no more. Uh, truly, it's such a good cast, and I just feel like you'll even have a different experience with it. I just want you to experience. I mean, just, it. I love that story so much. Sisterhood, family, being afraid to grow up. Yes, it's all of our favorite things in one. Like all of them falling in love and being like, well, things are going to be different oh now. Oh my gosh, when when Joe said that youth is over in the new movie, when, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's upsetting. It is upsetting. Well, so that is your version of a Christmas movie. But yes. I agree. Like, I think that some movies aren't necessarily Christmas movies. Like, I appreciate Just it. Friends mm-hmm. is amazing. Yes. I, I love that movie. I agree. I agree. Um, I should have done Just Friends and that quote because I love that movie. But my last one is a classic. But I'm going to do a not normal okay. line from it. Look what you did, you little jerk. Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I saw it on your notes and I was like, this has to be the one. Um, that's when his uncle, who I remember seeing that, like, so obviously Kevin's family are all monsters to him. Right. Have you seen this movie? Yes, but not for a long time. I mean, it's shocking the way that this boy's family treats him. I remember it made me feel really sad as a child. I never wanted to watch it As a it child, again. I remember being like, someone help this child. Like, someone call somebody because he's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so his uncle yells that at him after they spill um, milk everywhere. It's just also mm. so 90. She comes down the stairs and she's like, everyone leave the or drink the milk or it's going to go bad because they're going to Paris. And like they're having pizza with milk. I feel like that's oh, so like. That is haunting. I feel like I did that as a kid in the 90s. So. Always have to have your milk in. You have to have your milk. That so. calcium. Anyways, that was that story. And I love that. Thank you. And my final, final quote is. Don't blow away. The holiday. The holiday. Oh, you tried to do a quote from the little girls. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Kate Winslet, but I don't know why I did it so high pitched. <laughs> no, the little. <laughs> during the Santa Ana winds. Yes. Oh my gosh. Don't blow. I can't do Kate Winslet. Don't blow away. <laughs> I totally you thought you were doing Sophie, and I forgot what the other Sophie. They go. I really like it. Oh my gosh, you're right. It's so cute. God, that movie is phenomenal. What's it called? <laughs> the lipstick. Oh my god, they're so sweet. They're laying down in the tent at that oh point. God, right? you law. So hot. Unbelievable. God, and like Cameron Diaz's wardrobe in that. All white cashmere. Nancy Myers when she sings Mr. Brightside and she gets a little. Oh, drunk. I love oh. it. Oh, that's such, I'm going to watch that tonight. Mm, same. I watched Home Alone last night. You did. <laughs> to prepare. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, can't wait for this month to be over. So, is that it? 
That is it, you guys. Wow, are you still listening? Yeah, we hope. Um, oh, that's good. We're at an hour. I yeah. think like that's perfect for a special, right, guys? I agree. I'm having the best time, and it feels so good to be back recording. Uh, I have just, no idea. I know. It's always like I was excited to come back before this, but it's always just like daunting, you know, when you think of it like is. the next chapter. We also had technical difficulties technical difficulties for 40 minutes i would say truly we got here at two and we started recording at 245 because yeah. of some plug-in issues that really i'm sure a six-year-old child could have figured, <laughs> figured it out but we did no, eventually guys, it's a complicated board we're not djs here yeah please <laughs> we're not paris hilton yeah uh? Uh? <laughs> good for her you know yeah. call, call her what it is she is yeah. a dj that's right anyway that's the one at that and that's hard to do so um, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I hope the Christmas cheer finds you. I hope it finds you, Tess. Thank you. And it, I think it, as I get older every year, I learn to love it more. Yeah. And I am excited for Christmas this year. And I'm excited for all of, um, to see you guys all in the new year. Me too. New years are tough for me. I'm always like, whoo, January, February, March. Ooh, March. it is a dark time. But we're going to be with you. I feel like Ram's going to give me a whole new look on life. I agree. You're going to have something to look forward to every Monday. <laughs> um, hopefully. So will we. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're all in this together. We're guys. all in this together on this new journey. And um, I hope you have a great, just one last like leave it or love it thing. Um, new Year's resolutions or no? No. Okay. I think it's too much pressure. So much pressure. And I think it doesn't have to be this like every New Year's is a start of something right. new. I think it should be a chance to grow or to alter something. But it shouldn't be like, and now let's start over and like. It's beautiful. Tess. You know what I mean? It's beautiful. And it's like make your New Year's resolution in February. And Great also. Great idea. What is time? Make it a resolution. Just make it something to yeah. fo- that is going to make your life better. I agree. And that could be listening to Ram. Always, always plugging, yeah, always plugging. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, they're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but we love you so much. And we just really want to hear from you. So please DM us. Leave us a review. Yep. Can, we can hear from you that way. Email us. And truly anything. Call us. Again, if you need advice on anything, we're your girls. Let us know. <laughs> um, and everyone, please listen to the Jessica Simpson Christmas album or the YouTube video Absolutely. of Ashley and Jessica. Drummer boy. Okay. And with that, good night and Merry Christmas. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>